Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Tuesday, January 16th. U.S. equities tumbled broadly Tuesday to begin a holiday-shortened week as Treasury yields jumped sharply and a Federal Reserve leader's comments prompted investors to dial back expectations for interest rate cuts. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed near a four-week low despite stronger-than-expected quarterly results from member company Goldman Sachs. Earlier Tuesday, Fed Governor Christopher Waller said that while rate cuts are likely this year, the central bank would likely take a deliberate approach. Quote, when the time is right to begin lowering rates, I believe it can be and should be lowered methodically and carefully, end quote, Waller said in a speech in Washington, D.C., according to the Fed's website. The comments appeared to clash with market expectations for a series of cuts, with the first one potentially coming as soon as March, and helped spark a jump in the 10-year Treasury yield back above 4%. At the same time, investors readied for a slew of quarterly earnings reports that in some cases may not be as strong as previously thought. The 10-year Treasury yield's rise back above 4% was a likely culprit behind equity market weakness to start the week, said Lizanne Saunders, Schwab's chief investment strategist. Other culprits behind the weakness, she added, included some large downwardly revised earnings estimates for the fourth quarter of 2023 and first half of 2024. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index fell 17.85 points, or 0.4%, to 4,765.98. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 231.86 points, or 0.6%, to 37,361.12. And the Nasdaq Composite declined 28.41 points, or 0.2%, to 14,944.35. The 10-year Treasury note yield rose about 11 basis points, to 4.06%. And the SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, gained 0.59 of a point, to 13.84. Banks and energy shares were among the weakest performers Tuesday, the latter sector pressured by a 1.1% drop in crude oil prices. Climbing yields appeared to drag down financial shares, with the KBW Regional Banking Index sinking 1.7% to its lowest level in over a month. Semiconductors were among the few sectors to post gains. As far as stocks on the move, Advanced Micro Devices surged 8.3% after Barclays analyst Tom O'Malley raised his price target for the chipmaker to $200 from $120 while keeping an overweight rating on the shares, citing a second wave of artificial intelligence. Apple fell 1.2% following reports the company offered discounts on multiple products in China, including the new iPhone 15. Boeing dropped nearly 8% after Wells Fargo downgraded the company to equal weight from overweight and cut its price target to $225 from $280. Wells Fargo said a Federal Aviation Administration audit in the wake of recent problems with the 737 MAX 9 airplane, quote, opens up a whole new can of worms, end quote, for Boeing. 
Carroll's Restaurant Group jumped more than 12 percent after the company, the largest Burger King franchisee in the United States, said it agreed to be purchased by Restaurant Brands International, Burger King's parent. Shares of restaurant brands, which will pay about $1 billion in cash for Carroll's, fell 3.3%. Dollar General rose 2.4% after Morgan Stanley upgraded the company to overweight from equal weight, citing expectations lower interest rates will help the retailer's earnings growth. Goldman Sachs climbed 0.7% after the Wall Street Bank's quarterly revenue of $11.32 billion surpassed expectations. JetBlue Airways jumped 4.9% following reports a federal judge blocked the discount airline's proposed purchase of rival Spirit Airlines. The Justice Department had sued to stop the merger, alleging it would drive up fares. Spirit Airlines shares plummeted 47%. Morgan Stanley tumbled 4.2% after the bank said fourth quarter net income dropped more than 30% in part due to one-time regulatory charges, overshadowing stronger-than-expected revenue of $12.9 billion. And PayPal Holdings fell 4.2% after Mizuho analyst Dan Dolev downgraded the digital payments company to neutral from buy and lowered his price target, citing increasing competition from Apple Pay and others. Wednesday's earnings lineup includes aluminum producer Alcoa and credit card issuer Discover Financial Services, as well as a few regional lenders including Citizens Financial Group and U.S. Bank Corp. Investors returning to the market following a three-day holiday weekend were greeted with a handful of conflicting and potentially troublesome signals on the economy, earnings, and interest rates. Among S&P 500 companies, slightly more than usual appear to be issuing negative earnings guidance for the previous quarter, according to FactSet. Of the 111 S&P 500 companies that have released guidance for the quarter, 72 of them, or 65%, have issued negative guidance based on comparisons to previous analyst forecasts, FactSet analyst John Butters said in a report. That's above both the 5- and 10-year averages of 59% and 63%, respectively. Additionally, one of the few pieces of Economic News Tuesday raised a recession red flag. The New York Federal Reserve's Empire State Manufacturing Survey plunged to negative 43.7, its lowest level since May of 2020. Analysts had expected the index to come in around negative 4.0. A negative reading indicates contraction. The survey noted that unfilled orders continued to shrink significantly, adding that while manufacturers in the region expect conditions to improve over the next six months, Optimism remains subdued. Still, recent labor market data and other economic numbers indicate the economy is holding up relatively well despite historically high interest rates. Saunders cautioned over reading too much into the unexpectedly large drop in the Empire State number, noting it's not corroborated by other recent data. On Wednesday, the market's economic focus will shift to the Census Bureau's December retail sales report, expected shortly before the opening bell. Headline retail sales are expected to rise 0.3% from November, according to Trading Economics. That would equal November's gain, but excluding autos, analysts expect only a 0.2% increase. 
Despite Waller's comments earlier Tuesday, investors continued to place relatively high odds on a rate cut coming sooner, not later. Late Tuesday, futures traders pegged 97% odds that the Federal Open Market Committee will hold its benchmark funds rate target unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5% following its January 30th and 31st meeting, according to the CME Fed Watch tool. The market prices in a 65% chance the funds rate will be a quarter point lower after the Fed's March meeting, down from 77% at the end of last week. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.